catch up on everything Amy and Bill owes at hit.com.au. We had a nice surprise yesterday. Carly came into the office with little Nicola. That's right. The My wife and baby came to visit us. And so adorable. It was great fun, you know, showing her off around the office. Oh, it was so cute. So they came into the studio and you thought, hey, it'd be great to get her on the mic and get a really cute photo That's with her. That's right. Look at her doing dad's job because it's that easy. Oh, it was amazing. Chuck some headphones on her. Looked adorable. <laughs> So cute. So later in the day, you posted it on Instagram. I'm like, yep. oh, adorable like. I'm trying to be better with Instagram because I'm not good at using it. I don't use it often. So like when I do get some nice photos, I'm like, cool, let's yep. get it up on Instagram. I feel like I'm doing my job in some way, shape or form. So what did you do after that? Uh, I bathed in all the likes I got <laughs> because my daughter's adorable and the internet agrees. But you also did something else on Facebook. I did then put the photos up on mm. Facebook as well because, you know what, double likes. I'm getting both. I'm getting them both. But the thing is, you didn't do it at the same time. You didn't post on Instagram and then share to Facebook. You did it separately. Yeah. I didn't even know you could do that, to be honest, that I could just do it in <laughs> one button. That would have been real handy to know. Uh, no, it was two separate things. Well, here's the thing. I'm not only doubling down on the likes. My A lot of my family isn't on Instagram. Okay. So, like... My mother, for example, she needs those pictures as well. What about that? You didn't think about that. You're only thinking about yourself, Amy. So I was scrolling through on my Facebook and yeah. I liked it yeah, and then realised I'd already liked this on Instagram. Boom, I got you with the double like. No, nah, I unliked it. You unliked <laughs> pictures of my three-month-old daughter. That's not attacking me. That's attacking her. No, nah, like, I've already liked it on Instagram. I've already given him one like. I'm not doing it again. Nicola, if you're listening at home right now... <laughs> Honey, Amy doesn't like you at all. She actually actively unlikes you. You are a dickhead. The biggest dickhead. You are today's biggest dickhead. This is a big world with lots of dickheads. But you are the winner today. Who is it today, Amy? Well, a mum has taken to social media because she got mocked by an airline in the US over the name of her daughter. Okay, Now, righto. I'm going to tell you the daughter's name and you tell me how you think it should be spelled. Okay. Okay. It's it's pronounced Absidy. Absidy. How do you think that would be spelled? Uh, A B S. I-D, Absidy, A-B-S-I-D-Y or double E? No, completely wrong. Okay. She has spelt it A-B-C-D-E. Absidy, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So normally in this situation you would think, okay, the airline is, is the one at fault here, but in this case, I reckon it's the mum. Look, I think there's a go. First of all, the child, completely innocent in all this. Yeah, exactly. Had no part of it. The mother for naming their child <laughs> Absidy, A-B-C-D-E. That's our first dickhead of the day. Second of all, the airline, whether the kid's got a funny name or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> making, like, how are they? Like, obviously, the, the mother must be used to some raised eyebrows oh, when people see her child's name. Definitely. But were they, like, really mocking her? Or, yeah, like, they were, was it subtle? What, no, what's going on? They were outward, outwardly mocking her. Oh, so as soon as they them. saw the boarding pass, they had a bit of a chuckle. Apparently, one of the um, airline staff actually took a photo and then they shared it on social media. Okay, yeah, that's probably a yeah. little bit excessive. So uh, multiple dickheads of the day today, <laughs> mother and airline staff, again, child completely innocent. I feel bad for that kid, not only because oh. of this incident, yeah. but because her name is Absidy, spelled A-B-C-D-E. 
That's know. just mean. Let's check out if it's naughty or sporty at 6.40. Amy, what do we got? We have got a naughty surprise, surprise. Fantastic. I did look for sporty, but it didn't happen. Liar. <laughs> uh, I've got a guy here. Now, he is a tattoo addict. Okay. So he's completely covered. He's probably one of the most tattooed person people in the world okay. uh, completely covered head to toe in grey tattoo. So it's not actual, um, actually designed. It's just grey tattoo. What do you mean? entire body. It's so not it, art. It's just colour. Yeah, it's he's just, just colour. He's, he's just, just coloured in. He's just grey. Yeah. Why? Uh, don't know. That's he painful just, and pointless. He just felt that he wanted to be grey. So good on him. I am already genuinely confused. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, so uh, he's taken it one step further in okay. terms of uh, changing the look of his body, and he has just had his penis and his nipples removed. Wait, wh- what? What? <laughs> he felt- so his, his tattoos, yeah. his rubbish tattoos, he's just mm. coloured in all grey, yeah. and he's like, oh, these pesky nipples and mm. genitalia. I can't colour them in grey. I better get them. Who? What? What doctor agreed to this? <laughs> he had to actually travel to Russia to get it done. All right. So well, they're, right, you know, a bit looser there, obviously, with their surgery. Uh, but he has had it removed because he felt that it was getting in the way of his tattoos. But, I mean, it's it's not like like you look at something like, um, did you ever watch the show Prison Break? Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> do you know of the concept where he had, yeah. like, intricate tattoos that had the, the prison system sort of hidden in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was amazing artwork. Like, he had amazing tats. Yeah. And he only had so much skin. This guy's just colouring it in. It's coloured the whole thing. Have you got tattoos, Amy? No, I don't have any tattoos. In certain spots, they really hurt. <laughs> Why are you just wasting your, your finite amount of skin with grey? Well, I would say that getting his penis removed would probably hurt a little bit more than that. I'm not sure. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's mind-blowing. Everything yeah. about that makes me angry. Yeah, so that's our <laughs> naughty today. Oh, I just, I don't even have words. All right, let's go. For your local Telstra stores, Mildura Central and Lime Avenue. Alpha Bucks. One letter, 10 questions, 30 seconds, your chance to win a $500. And uh, Rachel has called through. Good morning, Rachel. How are you doing? Good, thanks. What's on for today? Uh, we're just going to Adelaide for an appointment. Oh, very nice. Well, I'm sure 500 bucks in the lead-up before Christmas could be very handy. It'd be wonderful. Rightio. Well, uh, Amy, hit her with the rules. All right. So, Rach, I'm going to give you one letter. You've got 10 questions to answer and 30 seconds to do it. Today, your letter is F. That's F for fish. Have you got that? Yes. Rightio. Best of luck. Your time will start when Amy asks her first question. Okay, Rach, name a website. Firefox. A girl's name? Fiona. A car brand? Visa. Uh, Ford. A cartoon? Backpack. A music artist? You can pass. Um, Pass. A month of the year? February. A flower? Flower. Pass. Something you find wow. it is. Wow. Sorry, Rage. No hurry. No 500 bucks today. I tell you what, I would have had to, if you got to yeah. 10, I would have been Googling if Fat Cat was ever a, uh, <laughs> was ever a cartoon. Because I don't recall it being no. one. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would have had That was my husband, so. Yeah. <laughs> Blame him for that one then. I, I gave you the. The, yeah, the ding you anyway. did the ding anyway. Yeah. But yeah, good effort, Rach. Unfortunately, no $500 today.
worries. Thanks a lot. That's okay. Better luck next time. Alpha Bucks returning on Monday here on Head. So you know how annoying it is when you get to an airport and you're going through airport security and you need to pull out all of your liquids and your aerosol cans and your laptop. It's a it's a oh. big inconvenience. I understand why they do it. I notice it's not that big a problem at Muldura Airport because... Security there seems to be part-time a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes you can end up on the plane and you're like, I'm not sure someone checked my ticket or my ID at this point. It's a little worrying how lax it is there at times. Shout out to everyone in the Muldura Airport. Hi, guys. Uh, but generally you will have to, you know, pull yeah. pull your bag apart. I hate uh, it because I generally will travel with, well, I'm still Mr. Old School that travels with an iPod yeah. as well as my oh, phone, no. as well as my laptop, as well as my tablet, and then I might have Carly's iPod, iPad as well. And and oh. It's just by the time you take your belt off and where's oh. my change and my keys, it's a pain. It's a pain. So currently it's uh, the screening that they use is 2D, whereas now there is a new technology that's coming out and it will be 3D imaging, which and will mean that we will not have to pull anything out of our bag. Oh, fantastic. That is great news Like, because it is. It is a pain. So if they can uh, eliminate that part, bring it on, on board. Yeah. So I want to chat about the time that you have accidentally left something in your bag oh, when you've yeah. gone through. So my worst one, I've done it with aerosols where I've forgotten I've had an aerosol in yeah. there. But my worst one was when I'd forgotten that I'd bought a Swiss army knife when okay. I was in Switzerland and I went to go on the plane with it and they're like, hold up, hold up, hold up, pulled me aside. Excuse me, you've got a knife in your bag? I was like, oh, I do. And I had to leave it there, obviously. Oh, that's Couldn't upsetting. bring it with me. <laughs> See, mine, this is weird, mine's a knife as well, but mine, for some reason, I had a butter knife in my <laughs> in my laptop bag. And they're like, uh, excuse me, sir, you know you've got a knife in your bag? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I don't own a knife. And they get down, I'm like, well, I, I own those knives. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's doing in my bag. You can keep that one, uh, and I'll be on my way if that's okay. 13, 12, 16, what did you forget you had in your bag at the airport? Yeah, exactly. That's and sometimes, you know, it could be your fault. You just completely forgot you packed it, or then, in your case, a butter knife in your bag. What was a butter knife doing in my bag? I have no idea. 13, 12, 16, what did you forget was in your bag at the airport? There's a new technology that's been trialled at Melbourne Airport that may mean the end of you having to uh, take out all your laptops and all that kind of stuff when you go through airport security. On board, this is going to be great. Such a time saver. <laughs> Very excited for this one. But it got us thinking about those times where we had a little bit too much to do with airport security. Uh, so we're asking on 13, 12, 16, and Nick has called through. Nick, when did you forget something in your bag at the airport? It wasn't me. It was my mum. Uh, we were going through airport security, and she kept setting off the buzzers, and we couldn't figure out why. And then they did, like, the full body scan on her, and she had all these beer bottle tops in her pocket. <laughs> my dad had been slipping them into her pocket all night the night before, and she didn't even realise. Oh, my God! She's come off a bender straight to the airport. I love her work already. And, like, what is this? Oh, that's right. We're on the stubbies all night. So your dad obviously knew she was flying the next day, so he's done this deliberately. No, I, don't think, I don't think Dad knew she was taking that jacket. Oh. She was wearing it the night before. We'd had, like, a bit of a party. And he just kept slipping them into her pocket because he thought it was funny. It, he just and didn't then we want to... get to the airport and it looks like she's drunk a whole case for herself. <laughs> That's he, great. he doesn't want to make a mess, but he doesn't want to make it all the way over to the bin either. So he's like, oh, old nah. miss is just there. <laughs> Pop it in her in the temporary <laughs> bin. So how did still she... call mum the alcohol of the family. <laughs> how did she explain it when she was there? Go, oh, sorry, guys. Big night. Well, she just had to pretend they were her. Because, you know, <laughs> with those, those situa- you have to be very serious in those situations. Oh, God. Look, guys, I know how this looks, but I'm sober. It's like, sure, you are.
Awesome. Thanks for your call. No worries, guys. Are you on Twitter, Billo? I am. I'm, I'm verified not. on Twitter. I got Ooh. that fancy blue tick. Oh, are you? Yeah. Wow. I think I have an account, but I <laughs> don't tweet. Uh, but social media monitoring company Brandwatch have just announced their 2018 most influential people on Twitter. Okay. I want to get your thoughts on who you think the top person would be. Oh, okay. So what's the what's the criteria? Okay, the criteria is that they they well they basically develop an influencer score, but it's about how they engage with their Twitter followers, but also the type of people and how much engagement they get in return. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, for better or worse, President Donald Trump. Then. Oh, interesting. I reckon he would because uh, people either he gets a ridiculous amount of supportive tweets, yep. and then also obviously he fires up the other side as well who tweet hate at him. Yeah. So well, I would say Donald Trump. Okay, you're completely wrong. Okay. Well, <laughs> that is- Fair not enough. it at all. Taylor Swift has taken out the top spot. Okay, radio. Um, um, let me just crack open Taylor <laughs> Swift's Twitter because I don't follow her. It's uh, pretty pretty well known. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. And I just want to point out mm-hmm. it's uh, been with only 13 tweets. How can you be the most influential person on Twitter if you've tweeted 13 times in a year? Let's have a quick look here. Uh, here's a video she's tweeted with t- uh, her and Robbie Williams, and it just says, Angels. Hmm. Oh, wow. What an influence. Uh, here's another one. Uh, a- a- an interview on BBC Radio with James Bay, where she's just wrote, Amazing! James Bay music. Wonderful. So Very influential. influential. Uh, apart from that, we've got a few reviews of her tour um, uh, announcing that she retweeted Camilla Cabello to say that she's going to be supporting on the tour. What the hell? She's not influential. <laughs> she just, she does, and I don't mean this as a shot, she's doing what a lot of artists do. Yeah. She's tweeting stuff that she's doing, her videos, her tours, that sort of stuff. That's not influential. So I think the thing that you're getting confused with, it, you're looking at people, Influencing people, so like a well, Katy Perry saying, "Go out and vote." Whereas yeah, in this case, she's influencing people to engage with her, and it's not only that; she's also got people like um, you know, fame, other famous singers and other famous actors and all that who are engaging with her as well. But she's which not engaging back. She's tweeted thirteen times in a year. That if doesn't it's about necessarily matter. She's not engaging with anyone. She's <laughs> tweeting and then throwing her phone into the ocean for another month. I reckon you should tweet Brad Watch and say this is wrong. I deserve to be higher than. <laughs> Her. I've tweeted way more. My check. The RB Fridays party game. The must have board game for any RB Fridays fan. Get yours in time for Christmas online at hit.com.au or head in store to Big W. Ah, let's go! Just in time for Christmas, available now from Big W for only $29 or from hit.com.au. The R&B Friday's party game is out now. And to try his luck to win a copy, we got Paul on the line. Paul, how you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Are you, if you win today, are you going to keep this game for yourself or are you going to gift it for Christmas? Well, I don't know. I'm... Have a look at it and see how it goes. Yeah, it sounds like a winner, mate. Well, we've got uh, there's quite a few games that can be played. We just need you to give the wheel a spin and we'll see what it is you're going to be playing today, okay? No worries. Let's go. Let's do it. Late 90s. Late 90s. How's your late 90s uh, R&B and rap knowledge? Oh... Let's see how we go. What, what question we got, Amy? All right, your question today, Paul, is which song by Genuine features in the Magic Mike franchise? So that's which song by Genuine <laughs> features in the Magic Mike franchise? 
No, never heard of it. <laughs> okay, I'll ask that question a different way. What's the only genuine song anyone on the planet knows? It's a bit right. sexy. No, <laughs> no, no. Nah. Bye, The answer was Pony, mate, so we've got one more oh. chance. Let's give you another spin. Let's see how you go. Just a sec, get my buttons right. Okay. Don't say my name. Okay, okay, we need to describe an artist without saying the person's name. Okay, this person, he walks away a lot. He's always walking away. Uh, he's a UK singer. And Craig David. Oh! Craig David! You've got it, mate. You've won a copy of R&B Friday's The Party Game. Congratulations. Stay on the line. We will grab your details and more copies to win next week here on Sunrise Hit 99.5. Catch up on everything Amy and Billows at hit.com.au.